Hi, Matthew. Good to see you. Uh, I'm Thomas Abraham James, uh, CEO of uh, Longland Resources, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Conoco Limited. Uh, we are an east uh, coast of Greenland mineral explorer, very much a through and through exploration company with a very large land package on the east coast of Greenland. Good to see you again. I haven't seen you since Jean. Um, I think when you were just about to whisk yourself away over to Greenland and uh have a look at what was happening on the ground. Uh, how have you been? I've been very well, thank you. Uh, it was uh, it was quite a field season that we had. So we were in uh, Greenland up until September. Uh, we went out and we were doing the drilling and uh, also the geophysics at our Rydberg project. And it was uh, it was something that I've been looking forward to for a long time. This this project area is quite vast, and uh, it's the first time that uh, it had ever been drilled, and and also the first time we'd ever done a or anybody had ever done a, a regional geophysical data set. So it went a long way to uh, unlocking this location. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean you're one of one of the few operators uh, in that part of of, of Greenland and that part of the world. Full stop. But I want to talk to you today about the Ryberg drilling and geophysical results. They came out mark very long and detailed. Market didn't like what they saw or they didn't understand what they saw? I mean, what do we need to know? Uh, what you need to do, there was an awful lot of detail in that announcement. It was quite a long one. And uh, that really also comes down to the number of prospects that we have within the Ryberg project. Uh, once again, a large license area and four and a half thousand square kilometers. And uh, now that we are starting to, to, to see the true potential of it, there's a number of prospects, new ones that we identified on top of the existing ones as well. And so I think perhaps that from some other companies, they may have one or two prospects like this. And here we are, we're, uh, we're you know, we've now got uh, something which is nearing a dozen of uh, high priority prospects that are there. So, so that uh, goes some way to saying why it was such a, a, a large announcement. The other thing was, is that we detailed in that the drilling results, uh, the assays we've received to date, uh, it's worth mentioning that uh, the ones to date, because there are more that are still coming, uh, but and then the the geophysics as well, the interpretation of that. So, so with the with the drill results, I mean, of course, it would have been wonderful to see all grade intersections there. Uh, they were not forthcoming. Uh, well, and as I say, there's more assays uh, awaited. Uh, but there are some very positive takeaways from the drill results that we saw. Uh, so particularly if we go the, the sortie cap prospect, uh, there we, we did hit nickel sulfides uh, associated with ultramafic rocks. It's, it's a perfect environment uh, for what you'd like to see for, for nickel uh, deposit. Uh, it's structurally controlled. We know that now. Um, and really to, to hit nickel sulfides in the first go, uh, that is something that I think is, is quite a, a positive. If we were, say, to compare it to, I don't know, a more tried and tested location, say Australia, you'd have had to have done a, a, an air core program or something like that, which would be a significant drill program prior to even getting out there and, and drilling the, the, the absolute targets. So one of the beauties of Greenland is, is that we could get straight in there. There is the no overburden, it's close to surface. Uh, and we also, we put three holes in that location, two of which were targeting this uh, this feature where the, the nickel was likely. And then the third one was targeting some of the gold mineralization that we'd seen previous. We did hit a bit of gold, it wasn't too much. Uh, so I think the priority of that location would certainly be uh, focusing on the nickel sulfides. And we have a, 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 a wonderful handling now on uh, and, uh, where to go next with those. 
Um, the other one was the, the, the target that uh, was, uh, uh, you know, it was our flagship project, and, and that is the, the Mickey Prospect for magmatic sulfides, where we see copper, nickel, palladium. Uh, and that one we drilled, uh, we got excited in the field. Uh, we did uh, drill and we hit sulfides. Uh, that was on the back of uh, an electromagnetic survey that we did the previous year. Uh, the assays came back and said that those uh, it was pyrotide and that there was no copper or nickel associated with it. Having a look at it, looking at the geochemistry, the host rock types, uh, what it appears to be, and I mean, really, I didn't anticipate this, but the electromagnetic survey picked up sulfide mineralization. We hit it, but it wasn't associated with the mineralization that we see at surface in the mineralized Mickey Dyke. It's a completely second uh, phase, unrelated of sulfide there. So whilst frustrating, highly frustrating, uh, a positive takeaway from that is that uh, the Mickey prospect remains uh, untested. Uh, and then on top of that, we found in the magnetic data that within the, uh, the Mickey prospect itself, there's two areas where we're seeing uh, quite significant magnetic uh, anomalism, magnetic highs. Uh, I've been in those locations, I've traversed those with colleagues, uh, and we know that in those areas, we are seeing uh, a higher grade uh, with the sulfides there from surface samples, but also it's an area of quite a lot of disruption where we're seeing uh, ultramafic rocks coming up to surface. It's quite a volatile area. So that really is something that uh, needs to be tested. And uh, as I say, that prospect uh, remains very much wide open and uh, advanced to a degree. Just a shame that we, we drilled uh, the electromagnetics and it was unexpectedly something different. So um, we learned from that. Well, what do you, what do you mean by that? We, we learned from that because it sounds like a bit of a disaster. The, the market thinks this is a disaster. We, we, you know, we, we can't come back from this. We've, we've learned nothing. We've got nothing. What, what should they be looking at? And, you know, is that the right way? Well, are, are they right to think that? Look, uh, I, I think so. Uh, I can feel the, the pressure that was there. It's, uh, and, uh, and look, let's, 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 not, uh, let's not forget, as a, as, a, as a founder of this company uh, and a major shareholder, I'm a top five shareholder. So, uh, you know, it, it hurts, uh, undoubtedly. And uh, uh, look, I've, uh, I have spoken to a lot of shareholders over the past couple of days. I've listened to them. Uh, and uh, I get it unequivocally, um, but uh, I think that, you know, the message I've been given is that uh, really going in with a, not a great deal of data, a lot of pressure to go out there and to drill immediately. We went and did that, uh, and we have learned from it. Uh, we're going back to the Mickey prospect. Yes, we, we drilled uh, electromagnetics, we hit sulfides. I mean, typically when that occurs, that's something to be very excited about. Uh, the, the unexpected nature was that it was something that was separate from the, the, the mineralized system that we'd seen previously. So, so really with it, we take that into account. We have a better feel on what the anomalies look like with the existing data we have. We don't need to do any more geophysics. We have that now. Uh, also from uh, the number of prospects that we have, uh, it is quite uh, a lot. So we really, the other message is it's now prioritization time. Uh, we're actually building up the, the team as well. So the, the technical ability, logistically, uh, this company Longland, we, we, we know how to operate in Greenland. Technically, yes, we know what we're doing. 
Do we need additional? Do we need to staff up? Yes, we do. We've, we've got an awful lot of data there. And that's something that we acknowledge and that we're now working on. So, and then with the targets, it's like, okay, which ones do we go out? If we're going out this year, which ones have got the best chance of success? Which ones have got multiple layers of data, geochemistry, geophysics, uh, so on and so forth? Which ones can we really put our, our, our hearts on to say that they will give the returns that the you know shareholders quite rightly uh, expect? They, they, they do. They do expect. I want, there's a few things you said there I want to pick up on. Right? You said we're we're under pressure to drill and under pressure from who? Right? Where are you getting this pressure from? Shareholders, people who don't know anything about mining. I mean, why did you feel under pressure to skip a step? Is I think what, is what you're intimating or inferring to me. If you if, if you're now saying, well, perhaps we shouldn't have gone and drilled so quickly. Where was that pressure coming from? It's also the benefit of hindsight as well, Matthew. It's uh, it's uh, it's there. So at the time, the targets that we had, the, particularly the electromagnetic targets, they were compelling. Uh, they really were. They were strong uh, conductors. Uh, and you know, the pressure to drill really is, is that uh, we're, we're an exploration company. We, we want to be, you know, the, the pressure is that uh, we have to advance this as quickly as possible. We don't get huge uh, opportunities or we're not a major company. We don't have the uh, the budget uh, out there that, uh, you know, you can throw the kitchen sink at it and do every piece of data. I mean, as a geologist, I have my wish list of data that I want to have, but that, that quite often is a bit of a fool's paradise. You're never going to get all of that. Uh, so, uh, so really, with the drilling, it was it, it served a great purpose, particularly with Saucy Camp, and then also with Mickey. You know, we know what it is now. So, this will that let's call it a mistake at Mickey. Um, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, will we do that again? Most definitely not. Uh, do we know what to look why, for? Why do you say you won't do that again? Why do you say you won't do that again? What have you learned? What new data have you got that informs your decision making, your prioritizing in the future so that you are, well, the money is better spent. Let's put it like that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so the money would be better spent with, I mean, the, the key one is, is really that, that regional data set that we got, the magnetic survey, that thing is key. You, you go to any other geological terrain in the world and that thing exists. You can just get it from the government. Uh, in Greenland, that does not exist. Uh, so that really goes a long way to, to helping to guide and see the bigger picture of things. So if we look at, say, uh, with, uh, you know, we now know that uh, the, 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 a lot of the prospects that we have are very much uh, structurally controlled. We can now see where the faults are. We can now see where the major volcanic events are. I mean, if we look at, say, the, one of the new prospects, Pyramid, uh, it's something that I've, uh, I've flown past and it looked incredible with the naked eye. It was There you are effectively with a mountain of sulfur, uh, sulfides uh, and uh, just thinking what on earth could it possibly be? And then to see the data and to see that this intrusion goes down more or less to the bowels of the earth and is huge, uh, that's that's something that we, we never were aware of. And sorty cap to see that it's associated with a major uh, crustal scale uh, structure. There are huge fault with significant vertical and horizontal uh, offsets, uh, an ideal environment. These things we weren't privy to earlier. So knowing that the geochemistry is there, now having the idea on the uh, the knowledge of the structural setting of these things means that we can very much be more targeted with our, with our uh, next campaign. Okay. So and, and talking of being under pressure, you're going to be under financial pressure it seems because um, what, what's, your, what's your cash position as it stands? Yeah at present so we just put that out in our quarterly report so we're sitting about 2.6 million Australian 
so with that, uh, our licenses are in good shape in Greenland, but how can we advance this? So obviously, the uh, the, uh, the <laughs> I guess it could be considered that with the share price that it is where it is now, that, that makes things difficult, uh, but not impossible. Uh, so as I say, I've spoken to quite a few of our major shareholders. Uh, there's there's the support there. They they get it. They support they see support that, for uh, what? Because that's that's really important. Okay, because your share price mm-hmm. is half of what it was before the, the this uh, report came out. Um, yep. Because. Mickey, it was a failure. No, no, not even a, oh, it was a technical success, but not a commercial one. It, it just didn't work on any level, right? You've learned yeah. some stuff you're telling me and you're, you're pointing me towards sorty cap as something which is, you know, has got high prospectivity and, and, uh, you like what you see there with, with, with the data you've got available. But what have you told your major shareholders or general shareholders say, look, give us a chance. This, I'm, we believe we can make this work. This is, I, 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 how did that conversation go? I'm so intrigued. Uh, that in conversations, uh, it went, uh, I mean, it, most of these people who invest, the major shareholders, understand that we're trying to unlock a frontier and that, uh, that that's the key thing. So going into a new environment uh, in a country where, you know, the, it's, it's, there's not many places on the planet where you can be a pioneer exploration company and go into something that's completely uncharted. So people understand that. Uh, so with that, I guess there's a, a degree of, uh, uh, of tolerance that's in there. At the same time, the results are now expected. We have the data that we need to move this thing forward. We've learned from last year from the first drilling campaign is that I guess you give them one leave pass and then after that, uh, results are expected. Quite rightly so. Uh, so, so for that, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that message to come from the major shareholders uh, to, uh, to, uh, to hear. But then also with the number of uh, projects that we now have so, and prioritizing them, what do we really want? I mean, do we want to go for a metal that's a flavor of the month? Uh, no, that's not the approach of this company at all. Uh, do we want to go out there and target the things which we think have got the best chance of success? Yes, we do. Uh, with the uh, with the layered intrusions that we found there as well, I mean, this is unheard of. We've, we found two new layered intrusions. We know that all these other ones in Greenland that have been found are all mineralized. Uh, we look at other ones around the world, they've got mineralization. I mean, we, they haven't even been tested. They've only just been found. So with this and the nickel sulfides and the VMS, I mean, really with it now, it's the message I gave to them is that we are in a position to rank, prioritize, and uh, and maximize the value for, for the, the budget that we have. And we are looking at different budgets. I mean, there's some arguments out there that's okay. Maybe you, you, you take a breather from drilling. Maybe you don't. So we're looking at all scenarios. And uh, and uh, with it, we will be back this year. And uh, really, it will be determined by the, the, the budget constraints about exactly what we can achieve. Uh, but whatever it is that we do do, it will be making sure that we focus on the targets with the best chance of success. Right. I always say to people, people talk about oh, got multiple targets, got multiple anomalies. We're going to go hunt those down. That costs money and time, and some of it's distracting. You've got to get focused, but the, the, the difficulty with that is it reduces your chance of success in, in many ways, right? So the data that you've got today tells you what in terms of the best direction and use of your budget, because it's it's not quite enough for a full drill season, right? So you mm-hmm. are going to have to go to the market and you are going to hope that your shareholders turn their words into action and actually stump up some money for you to, to do this. And then you've got to work out, well, actually, at what pace you, you, you drill out, because 
there's market constraints at the moment. People are a little bit, you know, a little bit quiet on the equities front generally, not just you guys, but just more, more, more broadly at the moment. They're trying to see what the governments are going to do around the world. So mm. how, how does this decision making process, not, not, just what you're going to do, but the decision-making process in terms of timeframes, what does that look like for you? Are you going to take your time to kind of lay the plans out? Or do you think off the back of recent results, you're going to need to just make a statement in the market and say, right, this very clearly, guys, is what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and when we're going to do it. How do you come at it? Look, we will be in a position shortly to say exactly what it is that we intend to go out and to do. We already know, I mean, having lived and breathed this location and seeing this data, we already have uh, quite a, quite a good uh, grasp on what needs to be accomplished and which ones are the priorities. Uh, with that then, and I mentioned increasing the team, that really then is then digging down into the details of these to target the, the drill holes to the best of their ability. So there's that. Uh, at the same time, really, with all of these prospects, in a perfect world, they all warrant some form of investigation one way or another. Uh, now, can Conoco do all that by itself? Uh, there's there's a question mark, obviously, if the budgets are there and so on. But at the same time, uh, we acknowledge the uh, the task that's ahead of us. And so the, there has been uh, interest from some others as well. And uh, who knows if they may come to fruition. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, going this way to... Uh, uh, you know, being in this frontier environment and finding what we have found, uh, undoubtedly it has raised the attention of some people. So we'll see if it makes sense for the company and importantly for its shareholders, but uh, all, all, all options are being assessed. Okay, so you're, you're going to remain explorers, you're not prospect generators, not switching business models, but you're open to bringing in JV partners on some of the uh, targets or pro prospects that you've, you've got in the portfolio. Is that yeah, look, the, the, that's that's a fascination, Matthew. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so you, you told us what what you've got to do. Lessons learned. All all of the above. Um, likelihood is you probably will start trying to have a sniff around and see if anyone will put some money up. Um, where are you going to get the money for? Is it, are you going back to Oz for that? I mean, where, where does money come from for you guys? Well, we are an Australian company, but at the same time, my major shareholder base now, like uh, looking at a group of them, is, is out of Germany. Uh, so uh, so I will be uh, definitely, uh, well, I've already been talking to them and will most likely be going off to Germany shortly as well. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, you know, now with this ability to, to travel, uh, I'll be doing that. Uh, so uh, with it, really, what we've done at the moment, spoken to the major shareholders, and then from that, there actually have also been other uh, third parties uh, that have expressed interest as well, who are curious with what it is that we've been doing. So, uh, and I guess with the, the lower share price, it does uh, create uh, opportunities for new entrants as well. So, uh, yeah, all options being pursued. Great. Okay. And final thought: What are you going to leave me with? So I go away feeling actually, um, I think this is this is worth a. A few quid of a few quid and a bit of my time um, to to stay interested in. What do I need to know? There's there's so much uh, news flow that would, that would be coming out from a field season this year. To to, to be going out into you know to, to the, the nickel sulfides, the copper sulfides, having a much better grasp on those and being able to generate some decent results from that. Yes, and, and like <laughs> to have. 
uh, what, what was it, three, four other brand new discoveries that are completely untested. I mean, to be very, who knows what's going to be in there? We know it's got potential for base metals. We know it's got potential for precious metals, late intrusion is PGEs, gold, uh, chrome, uh, these things. I mean, hugely, uh, you know, uh, fascinating and at the same time uh, known to have, uh, you know, great economic uh, aspects to them as well. So really there's, there's so much news flow that we could come out with this this year from brand new discoveries instead of the old one which is you know the third or fourth company rehashing an old project which has changed name three or four times as well and and you see a lot of this and uh, and even in in, in greenland so there's a, a lot of projects which everybody is very familiar with they're very uh, you know well known but what we're doing is absolutely brand new um a grass greenfields exploration so therefore uh, yeah the potential is limitless so uh Really, we know how to operate in Greenland. Uh, technically, we've advanced. We're increasing the team, and really, um, as as a as a uh, as a uh, as a colleague tells me, failure is not an option, Tom. So, um, I think we're in a good position to be able to move forward. Now, we've we've uh, we've done the legwork to get to this point. We're now just really capitalizing on what we've learned and the new data that we have.